Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Okay, so today you're going to be learning about foods that athletes don't eat as much as they should be eating, or aka the underrated foods that more athletes should be eating. Whatever you want to think of it, basically I'm going to be introducing you to five foods that I think more of you need to be eating. See, because athletes avoid a lot of foods due to diet culture, misinformation, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like all the, all the kind of food fear and all that sort of stuff out there. However, sometimes it's also a case of some foods simply being underrated. You know, maybe they're just not pushed forth as much. Maybe you just don't think of them in that kind of light. Maybe you just don't even think of them because whatever reason, it doesn't really matter. That's what I'm going to do today is I'm going to introduce you to those. So today's list will have both, okay, foods that need more recognition, but also some that have been demonized, but no longer, okay? I'm going to break through that for you, tell you exactly why these foods are good for you, why you should be eating them. So without further ado, let's get into it. So number one is going to be beans, aka legumes, okay? I'm not talking about green beans, okay? Those things aren't underrated. People eat those. (laughs) Even when they don't like it, they eat those. I'm talking about beans like legumes. I'm talking about lentils. I'm talking about things like chickpeas, like black beans, my personal favorite, or kidney beans, all that sort of stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Now, the reason these are underrated is because they're just not as heavily consumed as I think they should be. I honestly think that unless you are allergic or unless you are sensitive to them, for example, if you've got IBS, you should be eating legumes on a regular basis. I myself personally try and eat legumes nearly every single day. They're a great source of plant-based protein. They're a great source of micronutrients. Okay? In fact, I consider them the closest thing to a superfood without being a superfood because I don't believe in the whole, this is a superfood kind of thing. Okay? I don't believe in that, that over-exaggeration over of food. Okay? All foods have a purpose. And also, it's full of fiber. Okay? Full of fiber, so it's going to keep you regular, obviously, but also it's good for just general health. And also good for gut health and your, your basically for prebiotic purposes. So beans, legumes, whatever you would call them personally, wherever you live, is great food to be having. So honestly, I recommend you include it in a salad. Maybe toss it for a salad, put it into as a side. Maybe make up some, you know, like a dish with solely that as its protein source. Doesn't matter how you eat it. Maybe you want to just mash it up and, you know, do it that way. It doesn't really matter. Just try and have more legumes in your diet that's gonna be better for you. It's really underrated. It's a great source of getting more extra protein. And like I said, so much fiber, your gut's gonna thank you for it. Except in the initial stages when if you're not used to it, you will be farting a lot more than usual, but just start small and build up first. There will be potentially some flatulence as they say, but you just gotta push through that and eventually your body will stabilize and then it will thank you for it, trust me. Number two, okay, the second food that's underrated, and this one I don't even understand why it's underrated because it's so good and it just, 
it's a classic food that you'd think would be rated well, but not many people are eating it, not as much as they should be at least, or they don't appreciate it as much. And that is prawns or shrimp if you're in the States. Prawns are such a low calorie, high protein, healthy seafood option that I don't know why more athletes don't eat it. I'm not saying it's necessarily hated on. And in Australia, at least it's around you know, Christmas time here, people love to have prawns. But just generally speaking, athletes are just not eating enough prawns. And they're just such a great way to get something in that's not going to break the budget when it comes to calories, although too much fixation on calories is an issue separate to all this. But it's just a very lean protein source. And it's from seafood, which is always going to be healthy for you. So yeah, prawns, shrimp, whatever you personally call them, such an underrated protein food. If you don't, trust me, just go and check the packet out. You'll see what I mean. And just go try some yourself. Make some garlic prawns. Put it in some pasta, maybe just have it in like a paella or whatever you want to do it. Just eat it and you're sure to love it. I'm sure. Maybe, no, maybe you won't. Okay. I'm not a psychic. I don't know. Maybe you don't like them, but I'm sure that it's going to surprise you. So just go try some prawns and let me know what you think. The third thing is potato. Okay. Potato. Okay. The humble potato. Get so much hate because of the carb hate that it's just crazy. And when you consider the fact that potatoes have I mean, nutrients in them, high in fiber, and also when you consider the fact that when it comes to satiety rating of food, aka how filling is a food, potato is up there at number one. Okay, so potato has so many things going for it that I don't know why people have so many things going against it for no good reason. So yeah, I had to include potato because it really is a food that's underrated among athletes because maybe they've been fearing potato, hearing that it's not good for you. Trust me, it's good for you. If you enjoy potato, eat it as part of your strategic plan and you'll be a-okay. In fact, you may be better off for it. Okay, good quality carbohydrate. You're an athlete, you need carbs, eat your carbs. Number four, okay, the fourth underrated food is cottage cheese. A bit of a random one to throw in there, but nonetheless, I'm gonna include it. Cottage cheese is obviously a dairy product, which does get hates, hence why it's kind of included in this list. But also because when people tend to think high-protein dairy, they think yogurt, for good reason, one of my favorites. They think milk, I love a glass of milk. They think cheese, I mean, who doesn't like cheese? They think those kind of things. But they don't think cheese in the form of cottage cheese. They think more hard cheese. But cottage cheese is such a, like a low-fat, high-protein, high-calcium option, and it's inexpensive. That's such a great way to include more protein in your diet. Okay, but what you can do is grab a, Grab a potato from the previous point, okay? Grab a potato or even a sweet potato and then cook it up, split it open, kind of separate it a bit, put some cottage cheese on top and then put on, on top of that maybe some, some tuna, maybe even some salmon or maybe even you just put in some chicken, whatever it is you want to have. And now you've got like this loaded potato with cottage cheese and it's a lot better than, than you may think. That's just an example at the top of my head. Just while I'm recording this podcast, just coming to the top of my head, but nah, cottage cheese, honestly, even just having a tub of it in the fridge so that when you're having a snack, you just have a few spoonfuls is honestly a great way to include a low-calorie, high-protein food in your diet that's healthy. At the end of the day, it's healthy. It's nothing to hate about dairy unless you're allergic or intolerant. Okay, So yeah, cottage cheese, great choice of food, but truly underrated because I don't see more athletes eating it, at least not now. Back in the day, you would see a lot of like, you know, bodybuilders and stuff eat a lot of it. But these days, you just don't see the typical athlete eat as much cottage cheese as they maybe they could be. Okay, so that's number four. 
And then finally, number five is sardines. Now you're probably thinking cat food, which is a reaction I get sometimes for clients, but no, not cat food, sardines. Okay, sardines, not everyone likes it and that's fine. I'm not gonna make you eat something that you don't wanna eat. At the end of the day, if you can't stand the smell, if you really can't stand the taste, things like that, obviously don't have it. But if you can, and if you enjoy sardines, but you've been thinking, oh, I forgot about sardines. Hmm, maybe I should be including it. Well, if that's you, then yes, you should be including it because sardines are honestly, when you look at the profile of it, so it's a small fish. So from a mercury point of view, it's, it's low risk. It's packed full of omega freeze, So it's one of those good quality, high, you know, high omega-free fishes like salmon and that sort. And then when you also look at that, that it's got a bunch of calcium in it. So you've got something that's potentially going to be giving you a lot of omega-free, giving you calcium for bone health, a bunch of protein, and is you know, and it's got all these other nutrients in it as well. You can't go wrong. Sardines, pound for pound or pin for tin, whatever you want to call it, in my opinion, is probably one of the best fish you can eat if you can stomach and if you enjoy it. I personally enjoy sardines. I have no problem with the taste. I sometimes vary it. Sometimes I have it in oil, which is actually what I've been having lately. I do prefer it a bit. Sometimes in tomato sauce, sometimes just in the spring water, depending how I feel. But sardines, if it's something that you enjoy, is probably one of the best fish you can include in your diet. And I include it on a very regular basis so I can get in my good quality, high quality, high nutrient seafood in my diet. So yeah, sardines truly underrated. Simple for the fact that people associate it with being cat food for some reason, but people say that, I guess, with tuna as well. So <laughs> no, maybe it's not just sardine. But yeah, it's one of those ones where when we think, oh, we're going to get some fish in our diet, we tend to gravitate towards tuna. And also to a slightly less extent, but still, you know, a really good choice, salmon. Okay, salmon's up there with sardines as well. But sardines just in itself, just for the fact that it's so inexpensive, high protein and all the nutrient profile it has, it's honestly underrated. So go, just, if it's something you haven't had in a while or you haven't never had it, just try, trust me, go grab a tin of sardines, try it out and see if you enjoy it. It may surprise you and you may have just included a new food in your diet it may actually level up your nutrition. So yeah, there you go. So that's the five, okay? I mean, there's obviously other foods I can include in this list, but that could go on and on and on because there's so much food hate out there. But I want to share five, okay? Five that I truly think could optimize your nutrition if you include it. So that's number one, beans slash legumes. Number two, prawn slash um, shrimp. Number three, potato, including sweet potato, although white potato gets more hate. Number four, cottage cheese, okay, low-fat cottage cheese, and number five, the humble sardines. That's your five foods, okay? That's the five underrated foods that you as an athlete should consider consuming more, okay? For a variety of different reasons as I've just explained. So don't hate on food. Get your, you know, get your source from the correct source, a dietitian that can tell you the ins and outs and what's truth and what's untruth or BS, okay? So yeah, that's, that's today's podcast done okay that's the five foods that i want to share with you the underrated foods now your job is simple you're going to write down that list you're going to check it twice because it's coming up to christmas and you're going to go to the store and you're going to buy each of those you're going to buy yourself a tin of beans the ones that maybe gravitate to you most you're going to grab a bag of prawns you're going to grab some potato you're going to get a little tub of cottage cheese and you're going to get a tin of sardines and then you're going to eat those of course don't do that if you don't like them, if you know you don't like them, if you're allergic, obviously, that goes without saying. 
And of course, if you're intolerant for whatever reason. But if you're not any of those things and you just haven't really been giving these five foods the respect it deserves, well, go ahead, go to the shops, buy those things, try it out. And then email me or just send me a message on Instagram at The Climbing Dietitian. In fact, if you haven't followed me there, I share a bunch of content on there all the time. So go to The Climbing Dietitian on Instagram and follow me there. And let me know how you went. Which ones did you enjoy and which ones didn't you enjoy? I'll be curious to hear. Now, the other thing is also that if you enjoyed today's podcast episode, if you enjoy my podcast in general, okay, if you're an active listener, if you enjoy the message that I bring forth, I would honestly, I would appreciate it heaps if you could like go onto like Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast, where you can leave a review and just leave me a five-star review, letting me know how this podcast has helped you, what you think of it, and sharing the message to others so that we can bring others into this community that we've got going here so I can help them with their nutrition as well. So yeah, if you like the podcast, please, I would appreciate heaps if you can drop me a five-star review. Other than that, if you've got any questions, reach out. I'm always happy to answer questions and help out and see if I can help you in any way. So reach out if you need to. But until then, until next time, I'll talk to you next week. See you later. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe, and stay dedicated. See ya.